0: Viewmasters, it's the podcast that we do, Viewmasters, talk about movies that we view, Viewmasters, my friend Eric and me Joe, Viewmasters, hey let's start the show. Hey, welcome to the Viewmasters episode 319, Nobody. My name is Mr. Nobody. Hello, Mr. Nobody. <laughs> My name is Joe. Hi, Joe. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. <laughs> I wondered how long it would take for that joke to be made. Not a joke. I, I, I guess it's not a joke. You're right. I'm sorry. It's, it's your identity. I apologize. It was. Your identity is not a joke. Yeah. Literally was, though. I know. Do you? I do know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. All right. Yeah. Nobody da- that, that was the website. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which came from the fact that it's on message boards and, and forums across the internet for 10 years, I was Mr. Nobody. Yeah. Pretty much on all of them. Uh, if you ever had an online encounter with a Mr. Nobody, good or ill, it was most likely me. Yay! Uh, and then at some point, I decided I should probably just use my real name. Maybe, yeah, you know, just just uh, put my opinions to to you know an actual uh, person's name. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like that's an adult thing to do. Yeah, uh, there comes a point in all of our lives, at least I hope, uh, where we, we grow up <laughs> enough to be like, you know what, I'm just gonna own this, and this is this is who I am. Yeah, uh, I know, you know, some people don't get there. Nope. <laughs> and they suck. Yep, and then and then some people uh, still have shitty opinions and use their real names. That's true. Yeah, but you know what? At least we know who they are. That is that is true. They are yeah. owning their shits. <laughs> uh, so yes, I am. Uh, I am Eric, the former Mister Nobody. Uh, sometimes, if Mister Nobody was not available, then uh, it was it was just nobody. Excellent. Yeah. So this is your biopic. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Pretty accurate. There were some things that I remembered you having told me happened, (laughs) Uh, and then there were definitely some things that I did not remember at all. (laughs) Was it the time I told you I made lasagna? Yes. That is 100% factual. Yes, uh, you you told me that. Uh, The uh, drudgery of going to a job, Yep. I believe, has also come up in discussion. Yep. Uh, Missing the trash, that's happened. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Who hasn't? Who hasn't missed the trash? (laughs) Uh, well, apparently Bob Odenkirk, action star, misses it every fucking week. Right. Fucking put it out the night before. <laughs> He's busy. He's busy hating his life. <laughs> Which then also begs the question, that they just have trash piling up at their house? That is an excellent question. Maybe he takes it with him to work on the days <laughs> that he misses it. He just puts it in the back of his car. But he doesn't takes a bus door. Fuck! Okay, then. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) This movie has a lot of plot holes. Wow. I mean, right off the bat. Wow. (laughs) Oh, what a strange movie. (laughs) Uh, It is. It is like, uh... Famous comedian Bob Odenkirk said this John Wick movie is pretty good. Uh-huh. I wish I could star in it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a famous comedian Bob Odenkirk of Mr. Show fame. Right. I mean, I'm, he's, he's also a better call Saul. He is a better call Saul. So, you know, he's got a little bit of dramatic, dramatic chops. <laughs> he's just trying to branch out. Yeah. He's trying to do like a Matt Damon kind of thing. Just... 30, 40 years later than... Yes. You know what? Better late than never. True. (laughs) Good for him. (laughs) You know what? Uh, To him I say bravo. Yes. Yeah. Bob Odenkirk can do no wrong. Yeah. Uh, So it it occurred to me uh, while watching this, again, action movie starring Bob Odenkirk. Yes. uh, That uh, it it shocked me that uh, uh, Better Cow Sal... Is where he had the heart attack, and not this movie, right?
1: Yeah. What is
0: up with that? I don't know. I mean, there's some stressful shit on *I Sal*. Sure. So, who knows? <laughs> it does. You're you're right. It does seem like maybe maybe, uh, maybe what happened on on the, the set of *Better Call Saul* was lingering, like it was delayed from the uh, the events of this movie. Could be. Uh, cause, cause I just, uh, kept imagining like, I mean, it's all stunts and, and it's the magic of movies, uh-huh. uh, which is, uh, I think a couple weeks ago we talked about Adrian Brody and, and him being, uh, in the movie Predators. Yeah. Uh, and I remember people giving him a lot of shit for being in that movie because, you know, he's just kind of a scrawny dude who, you know, shouldn't be an action star. Yeah. And it's like, it's movies they they can make anybody look like. Whatever they want. To exactly. Do. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Adrian Brody is not on an alien planet fighting aliens. Bob Owen and Kirk is not really kicking the ass of like seven giant Russian dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I forget what I was listening to. It might have been the episode of uh, of Scott hasn't seen about Pretty Woman, mm-hmm. where they were talking about like why is Julia Roberts. A sex worker, why doesn't she just go to Hollywood and become a famous actress because she's beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> it's a valid question, if you really think about it. Right? <laughs> why are any of these people doing the things that they're doing? <laughs> it's more believable that Bob Odenkirk is in this scenario, I feel like. Because he's a relatively normal-looking person. Honestly,
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, you know what? He's looking kind of fit in this movie, anyway. Yeah, you know, he, he, he did the work. He did. <laughs> he, he's he's fine. He uh he <laughs> understood the assignment. Yeah. Did I use that right? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a professional. Yeah. A professional actor, so he's, he's paid to be in good shape. Right. Uh. You know, but but uh, yeah, it, it's 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 the magic of movies. If Bob Odenkirk wants to be an action star for a movie, just fucking let him. Absolutely. And yeah. someone did. Yeah. And we get this movie. Yes. Not necessarily a comedy. Yeah, it's funny parts. I laughed Yeah, a few times. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's something inherently ridiculous about uh, Bob Odenkirk and also Christopher Lloyd uh, doing these things. I mean... I did not know up until this point in time that I needed to see Christopher Lloyd brandishing shotguns and just kicking everybody's ass. Yes. Agreed. (laughs) What a delight. Yeah. You go, Christopher Lloyd. (laughs) I mean, if I'm 80 years old and I get the opportunity to just uh, run around shooting people in the face uh, for for pretended money... Uh, I absolutely would do that. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially, I can't imagine he's ever had a role like that before. Probably not. Yeah, he's, he's usually just kind of the, the squirrely comedy guy. Yeah. As, as, as most people in this movie. Oh, maybe except for the RZA. Right. <laughs> you mean just RZA. Sorry.
1: Yeah, that's how he's
0: credited anyway. That's yeah, sure. yeah <laughs> But of course, uh, the Riza, sorry, Riza. Thank you. Uh, is uh, I think more of an action star than anybody else in this movie, right? Uh, having starred in uh, at least one of the Man with the uh, Iron Fists movies. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> There's a second one. I don't know if he's in that one. Okay. Or not. I'm uh, not familiar with those. Okay. Uh, Man with the Iron Fists, I believe he wrote and directed and stars in. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, it's it's a kung fu movie. Starring Rizza. Sure. Uh, Russell Crowe, Lucy Lou, and Dave Bautista. Okay. All right. How old is this? Uh, mid to late oddies. Okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's an enjoyable movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Bautista plays like a colossus type character. Nice. Like, he, he turns uh, his skin into like organic metal, uh, like gold metal. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Gold, obviously, to avoid a lawsuit. Of course, yeah. 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 And it's it's like banded looking, you know, sort of like you know the, the famous Marvel character that you yeah. just mentioned, this. right? Of course, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, but anywho, yeah. <laughs> uh, although I guess Connie Nielsen is in this. She's kind of an action star ish. Kind of. She, she's she's Mrs. Wonder Woman. That's right. I, for- I actually forgot that she was that she was uh, Wonder Woman's mom, <laughs> Mrs. Wonder Woman. Is there a Mr. Wonder Woman? <laughs> a jar of clay. Yeah. <laughs> Not Zeus or Zeus, depending on which run you read. <laughs> depending on which run upends you most. Right. Exactly. Gods. Balloon art. Yeah, no, I, I actually did forget that she was in Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. I mostly when I when I see her, I think of Gladiator, uh, which is the first thing I ever saw her in, uh, and she also had an extended stint on uh, Law and Order: Special Victims Units. I, I knew that. Uh, I figured that's probably where you knew her best from. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I believe. Uh, I believe. Mershka Hargitay was on maternity leave,
1: Uh so she was undercover for
0: an extended period, and so Stabler (laughs) got a new partner, and it was uh, Connie Nielsen. I I am not as uh, well-versed in the the Law & Order universe as you are. Sure. Uh, But but I have seen random episodes, because it is on 23 hours a day on some channels. Right. Uh, And I have seen her... Partnered up with other non-stabler uh, characters okay. on that show, so uh, I feel like she's she's sort of vetted out of that show occasionally. Maybe, there yeah. Is. I admittedly I don't know a ton about her character arc. Yeah. Um, well, who gives a fuck? <laughs> she's not Stabler or Benson, exactly, or Detective Finn Tutuola, or Munch, or John Munch. R.I.P. Rest in peace. <laughs> it was the the Monday after uh, after. Uh, Richard Belzer passed away. Uh, uh, USA, which shows Law and Order: Special Victims Unit all the fucking time, sure had like a like a tribute marathon uh, of random munch centric episodes, which nice. was really nice. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So, I mean, uh, he's he's a man who has his own sort of insular multiverse. Yeah, uh, he is. He Played Munch in everything. Yeah, uh, I think even somebody pointed out that it, there's even some proto Munches out there. Okay, uh, b- before Homicide, I think is where his first uh, yeah turn as Munch came from. Yeah. yeah, which is a show I've still never seen. Oh, so good. And it's available nowhere. Yeah, uh, I, I uh, ordered the DVDs. Yeah, and uh, I think they'll be here in like two months. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe we should switch formats again. No. Okay. So- <laughs> Can I borrow them after you watch them? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yes. By all <laughs> means. Uh, nobody. Mm-hmm. Nobody. I enjoyed the crap out of this movie. Me too. It was really fun. Yeah. I mean, there were parts I couldn't watch, but otherwise it was really fun. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're a little squeamish, but <sighs> I don't think anything was that bad. No, I guess it wasn't. Uh, I guess the part where a guy gets a broken glass jammed into his eye. Uh, was I did not care for that at all. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I know you you sort of turned away at the tracheotomy scene. I did. I did at that, yes. Yes. (laughs) Don't care for that at all. Sure. Uh, Usually I I get squeamish around eye trauma, but uh, for for whatever reason, that that didn't seem to bother me in this movie. I think they they just... They they didn't show... uh, In in its full glory, true, uh, so to speak. So, so I had nothing to to get squeamish about. Yeah, Uh, I think maybe in that instance I was more squeamish at the implication of it, right? Which is awful. (laughs) Very good imagination, sure. (laughs) That's why you're the writer, (laughs) right? Allegedly. (laughs) I mean, who else do I turn to with grammar questions? (laughs) That's that's fair, that's true. No better better use of my imagination than grammar. (laughs) I imagine the answer is "than," not "then."
1: nobody, nobody.
0: Uh, yeah. So, so (laughs) it's it's an action movie. Yeah. Uh, with with some moments of comedy starring unlikely action stars. Uh, it's a it, it, goddamn delight. Yeah, I I really had no idea what it was. Me neither. Going into it. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think I thought that uh, Bob Odenkirk's character was, was just like a guy right. who gets pulled into a thing that he's not equipped for maybe and has to figure out how to be an action star. That's, that's sort of where I thought it was, too. The poster kind of implies that as well. Yeah. Uh, it's just him getting punched. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's a failure of the marketing. Could be. Uh, but, but yeah, spoiler for the movie. Turns out he's a secret badass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not great at it because he's out of practice. Well, sure. At least at first. Yeah. But once he, once he works the kinks out, yeah, he's a badass. <laughs> uh, and, uh, apparently, this is not necessarily a true lies situation. Uh, I guess his wife kind of knows. Yeah, I was confused about about what the nature of that was. Like it seemed like she knew. Yeah, but maybe not not all of all of what he did. Right. Uh, yeah, it was it was a little confusing. Yeah, I I sort of got the implication that she. Was almost even one hundred percent a part of it. Yeah, at one point. Yeah, uh, but but uh, you know she has truly left the life behind, and, and he uh, just has an itch because for about 30, 40 minutes of the movie, it is just uh, uh, toxic masculinity uh, and and just uh, you know questioning. Uh, <laughs> Uh, his own, uh, masculinity and being emasculated and just, just, uh, being a real cuck about things. Oh, he's such a soy boy. What a beta. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's deep undercover. <laughs> no, I, the, the toxic masculinity thing is interesting because I thought about it, uh, during the bus sequence. Yeah. Uh, I thought about how Fight Club-esque it was that he just, like... Like, these dudes get on the bus and he just decides he's gonna kick the shit out of them. Right. Um, Well, it's because he's had... He geared himself up... Right. ...to to, to just really rip into some people and and just bailed because they didn't necessarily deserve it. Yeah. Uh, And they also uh, (laughs) did not uh, do anything to... That that actually provoked him, right? So so it starts out. We see a, a montage of basically him just living his humdrum, mundane life. Yeah, uh, which I think is a pretty good sequence that that I've often thought about using in, in stories of my own, and never got around to because I am lazy. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I have a question about that sequence. Actually, okay, Duke. Uh, we only see Monday through Friday. Uh huh. Is this a universe in which Saturday and Sunday do not exist? Uh, it's a universe in uh, which Saturday and Sunday is uh, used for resting, uh, like people who work Monday through Friday usually do. But what does what he do for fun? Uh, I don't think he does. that. He's, what does the family do for fun? He's got his little man cave where he listens to, to jazz records. Okay. <laughs> He probably he just just, does that all weekend? I think he just hangs out there and mm-hmm. just, just uh, yeah. It ignores his family? Probably. Or his family ignores him? I mean, you know, they, 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 they don't seem very comfortable with each other. No. You know, the, the only one that seems to actually like him is his daughter. Yeah. And she's a child. Yeah. Children are stupid. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I thought, like, I wanted to see more of what his life was. Right. And, and I, I, I feel like giving him... Giving him a weekend, right, would maybe uh, defeat the purpose of the movie. <laughs> See, the way it started, I thought, like you know, it was it was going Monday through Friday or whatever, and I figured uh, the weekend's coming. That's when shit's going to get real fucked up. Okay, you know, but but no, it just kept r- looping. Yeah. And so yeah, so I don't know where where Friday and Saturday went or, huh. or Sunday Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I he's a church goer probably not yeah no i i'm sticking with the theory that this is just a universe where weekends are not real uh, so it's like yesterday yeah where the beatles never existed what your favorite just a band is that three episodes straight where the beatles have come up probably (laughs) let's keep the street going (laughs) (laughs) all right uh, next week, get back. <laughs> All eight hours of it, I think. I don't know. Uh, it's super long. <laughs> we, we can just watch Backbeat. Okay, what is that? Uh, it was like a movie from the nineties, like uh, about the Beatles pre-fame. Interesting. Uh, featuring like their their original drummer or bass player. I I don't know. Who. <laughs> Okay. The the, the other guy. Gotcha. Stu Sutcliffe. Okay, sure. Is that a guy? I've never heard that name before in my life. I I think he's a Beatle. Okay. Or was a (laughs) Beatle. All right. All right. Good to know. They replaced him with Ringo and or Paul. (laughs) I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Did Paul play bass? Paul played bass. Okay. But like maybe he started out on guitar and then okay, we we gotta get rid of this other guy. You, you gotta move to bass. What is what did George play? Just guitar. And and then and then Jerry or what's his name? Uh, John? John thank you. I seriously just couldn't remember John Lennon's name. And I'm the one that doesn't like them, No. I thought of you know what? This is uh, this is Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott's fault because I mentioned George Harrison, and then I started thinking about Talking Heads, and then I thought of Jerry Harrison, and could not think of John Lennon's name. Uh, but he also played guitar. <clears throat> yes. So they just had three fucking guitar players. Maybe. And maybe an occasional bass player from one of them. Well, yeah, Paul, I believe, you know, was pretty much the bass player. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah, all right. I guess I never really thought about about the instrumental makeup. Yeah, that's too many people. Four people is too many. I think that's the perfect number for a band. Okay, you got a rhythm guitar, you got a lead guitar, you got a, a bass and a drum. Okay, and and you know any variety of them could sing. All right, fine. No, you're right. Now, you throw in five people. That guy better be playing a way different instrument. Yeah, like a marimba or something. Right. If, you, if it's just another guitar, fuck that. And kettle drums. You do not need three guitars. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You do not need two percussionists. <laughs> yeah. That's your art. Mar- marimba's out. Maybe he's a horn player. Keyboards, even. Keyboards and keyboards. Sure, are, okay. Uh... <laughs> Nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody. I really liked the soundtrack to this movie. I did too. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. Lots of uh, classic songs and some jazz. It was enjoyable to hear. So I have a question for you. You uh, needle drop? Okay. How is a needle drop different from just a song that's used in a movie? Uh huh I, I don't think there is a difference. Okay. I feel like I hear people use that term like in in reference <coughs> to a specific thing. Right. And I know I could probably google it, but I don't care that much. Uh, but I thought of it while we were watching the movie like is this a needle
1: drop? Right.
0: Uh I guess maybe and, and I am talking 3000% out my ass hair. Sure. That's what we do here. Interview <laughs> <on> masters. <laughs> Uh, our, our guest last week uh, was very shocked at how uh, unstructured we are <laughs> She said she enjoyed it but but uh, her own podcast was actually scripted Wow and, and they would get reprimanded if they went off book. That's a little fucked up, right Like, like what is that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would much rather, you know, have a good time than stick to any kind of uh, format. I mean, I'd write a scripted episode of this (laughs) if you wanted to try it. I mean, maybe? We'd do that as a Patreon bonus. (laughs) I mean, uh, one time we got together and read a script, and I never did anything with it. (laughs) Still sitting on my hard drive. Aw, good times. Yeah, I guess I should maybe... I, I don't know. I've said this every year for yeah, the no, last I've, ten years. It comes up every now and then. I don't yep. want to worry about it at this point. Right. All right. M- maybe someday. Maybe. M- maybe in some sort of just barely put together form. I'll, Perfect. I'll do it. Perfect. Uh, but anyhow. Uh, yeah, so so I would say maybe a needle drop. Okay, so uh, a couple weeks ago, my, my lady friend and I watched uh, It Chapter 2. Okay. Uh, and I saw that in the theater, and, and I loved it. Chapter one, mm-hmm. uh, and so super excited about it. Chapter two, saw it in the theater with with uh, the girl I was dating at the time, uh, and part like part of my opinion of it was that like you know, it just wasn't as good as the first one. Mm-hmm. Part of it is because like you know, all the adult actors are, like, recognizable movie stars, and kind of takes you out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but there's one instance in particular. Uh, have you, have you seen it? It's been a while, but yes, I have seen it. Okay. Uh, we're, we're, uh, I, f- I forget even which character it is. It's the, the, uh, the one who has, uh, like, you know, uh, the Munchausen's or whatever. You know? Okay. Uh, he, he goes into the basement of the pharmacy and, and sees the leper and then it, like, vomits on him or whatever. And just, like, in the middle of it, for no fucking reason, uh, just a bit of uh, The Carpenter's Angel in the Morning plays... Okay. Uh, completely takes me out of the movie. Made me hate the movie. <laughs> for the rest of the movie, which was still, like, an hour and a half
1: long after that. Oh,
0: jeez. Uh, to the point where I was really not looking forward to rewatching this, because... I just really hated that one moment. <laughs> I did like it better this time around, but I'd still, that, that one point, just, I was like, what the fuck is that? Why did it happen? Yeah. To me, that's a needle drop. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Where it's just like, in the middle of, of a scene for, like, almost no reason, uh, there's just a song that plays. Okay. Uh, to, to sort of backdrop, like, what whatever is happening. Um, uh, where, where I think that's like the most egregious <laughs> use of of it. Uh, you know, other movies obviously have done it better, uh, like anything like Scorsese has done, maybe. Yeah. But but again, uh, again, just me talking out of my ass. Sure. No, well, this is you know, I give me a better idea of it, right. it versus just you know <clears throat> just music. Right. I I feel like. The music that that is played in this movie is is just a song is playing. Yeah, and some of it is even diegetic, like yeah. like it is like a car like turns on and that's the song that's playing. Yeah. Or, or you know, he is playing his records as he destroys his house and seven dead Russian mob goons. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, so so yeah, I don't know. Okay. Long story short, I don't fucking know (laughs) Listeners, if you know what a needle drop is, because I'm certainly not going to Google it, uh, (laughs) please tweet at us, at Viewmasters Pals. Hopefully not with a link to a Wikipedia page. Uh, Just explain it, please. In your own words. Yeah. uh, A single-spaced essay is fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, five paragraphs. Yeah. Typical thing. Uh, And. Yeah, I think, honestly, this was just an excuse for me to just bitch about It Chapter 2 again. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> While you were talking about it, I remembered that Bill Hader is in <clears> that. Yep. Uh, and then I remembered the story from this week about how Rachel Bilson... Uh, did you see this? Uh, I don't know. Rachel Bilson did an interview where she said she didn't uh, orgasm from sex until she was like 38. Okay. Which was about three years ago. All right. Which is when she started dating Bill Hader briefly. Okay. And so everyone on the internet was like... Google hater. Good job, sir. (laughs) Weird funny dudes get it done. Which I think is true. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Yeah. (laughs) Not not to brag. It feels like a (sighs) brag. Anyway. Ladies, make sure you're uh, having orgasms during sex. Sure. If you're not... <clears> Top <throat> his ass. That's a deal breaker, ladies. Yep. Or at least just tell him. Be yes. honest. Yes. We'll walk it through with him. Yeah. You know, and say... Or, or her, you know, or whoever, or whoever. Whatever, you know. Yeah. Just if, if you're not... Uh, if you're not enjoying yourself during uh, sex of, of, any type, uh, you know, talk it over with your partner and, and, cause you want it to be a mutual enjoyment thing. Yeah. I'm assuming, uh, and, and maybe this is foolish of me, but I would assume that if it was a woman, uh, that's your partner, that they probably know what they're doing down there. Again, yeah. So have a little bit more experience. It's an assumption, but probably also correct. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Lesbians, if you're listening to this and, and you disagree with that assumption or find it offensive, uh, Please tweet at me at ESHonborn. Uh, I really appreciate it.
1: <sighs>
0: Nobody. <laughs> yeah, this movie is super fun. It really is. It reminded me it reminded me of John Wick. Yeah. Reminded me of a uh, history of violence. A lot. It's been a while since I've seen that one, but yeah, I can I can see that for sure. Yeah. Um, the, the only thing that I think was disappointing to me is that, you know, we do get sort of a, a hint that, that Connie Nielsen's character is is more involved, or has been involved in the past. I thought maybe she was going to show up and do something right. at the end, which would have been really cool, especially because she has that sort of action-y pedigree. Right. Um, and she's got the vibe. Yes. Yeah. yeah. More so than a Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. But also, if your movie is called Nobody, then he's kind of perfect for it too, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, I was, I was, I was a little disappointed that uh, that it was all just dudes, yeah, like always, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like I said, the, the uh, a couple weeks ago, girlfriend and I watched uh, Mad Max Fury Road. You guys are just always watching
1: movies. We are always watching movies. Jeez,
0: and uh, like. Towards the beginning of it, she was just like, is this Toxic Masculinity, the movie? <laughs> and I was just like, you're about to watch the most feminist movie you've ever seen in your <laughs> life, so shut up. <laughs> but but the beginning of this movie definitely felt like Toxic Masculinity, the movie. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't know that it really lets up from it. It really <laughs> kind of doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, the, uh, the emasculated, you know, quiet... Peace loving guy yeah. uh, ends up being a super violent badass right. uh, who picks a fight with random people on a bus and kicks the shit out of them and is the hero of the movie. Right. Um, so yeah, it's to, I mean, to do it to save girls. Right. Naturally. naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, because uh, the the plot of it sort of kicks off the uh, his house gets broken into by by two armed robbers. Uh, and then they take his money and he, he doesn't do anything and then he just sort of gets shamed for not doing anything about it. Yeah. And then that unleashes his secret badass once he finds out that uh, his daughter's kitty cap bracelet is stolen. Right. <laughs> and now he's on a mission of vengeance. <laughs> Which, honestly, that's great. Yeah. I'm behind that. <laughs> uh, it does lead to one of the funnier moments in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I wondered if that was what was going to happen. <laughs> like, the, the fact that they just jumped to the to the uh, conclusion that, oh, they stole this bracelet. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was just looking for an excuse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah, when, when uh, he tracks down the, the robbers and he ultimately doesn't do anything to them, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's got the urge and so all he wants to do is just unleash it. Yeah, uh, which is problematic. It's very problematic, <laughs> and, and again, it's it's entirely a metaphor for masculinity. Yeah, <laughs> or just the way men behave, mm-hmm. uh, which we do not condone. No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, but it does make for a fun movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes for f- stories. We can we can separate uh, fiction from reality. Fiction from reality. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We use our real names on the internet. Exactly. <laughs> what if this movie was inspired by Mr. Nobody? Uh, the, the comic book character? The, the you. Oh, the me? Yeah. Probably not. No, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the me version of Mr. Nobody is, is long forgotten. The, him him beating people up on a bus is not you arguing with strangers in the Newsarama forums? Nope. <laughs> nope. Not you, not supporting creators. No, <laughs> I, I think I did my not supporting creators under my own name. Oh, okay, so, yeah, perfect. Uh, okay, well yeah. then I take it back. Yep, yeah. uh, uh, Mr. Nobody uh, did once uh, shame a bunch of people into to, uh, being homophobic. Okay, so you know that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Yeah. You shame? You shamed them into being I, homophobic. All right. You know, my words don't work right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did Mr. Nobody get up to, Eric? <laughs> yeah, I made all those people be huge assholes to gay people. I know what you mean. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did do that. So, of course. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Less enlightened time. Yeah. Uh, but then I shamed them for it. Right. right. Because, you know, even even as a stupid 20-year-old... <laughs> Just leave people alone and man. let people be. Yes, and <laughs> man, uh, which if people would just leave people alone, Bob Odenkirk wouldn't go around murdering everybody. That's true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, very true. And then, and also, also we had to movie. buy a new house. <laughs> <laughs> and also, in this movie, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have heard stories of his temper on Mister Show. I believe it. I believe it. I feel like I feel like Scott Ackerman has maybe told a few of those. Yep. They seem to be friends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just today, I saw a tweet from uh, Ackerman about uh, Bob Odenkirk's new show, Lucky Hank. Oh, I want to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I keep seeing ads for it during Law and Order. <laughs> Not a joke. Factual statements. Didn't think you were joking. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> <sighs> I did. I also really enjoyed the uh, the end sequence in the sort of Home Aloneified uh, factory. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of uh, Violent Night, uh, okay. uh, Which uh, I don't know if you've seen yet. I have but, not yet. Uh, yeah. uh, that's got a very strong Home Alone vibe, although closer to it because it's Christmas, right? Are children involved? Uh, this was definitely the the John Wick version of of uh, Home Alone, right? <laughs> It was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Guy's a genius. Yep. <laughs> uh, I also uh, I thought about Garth and quite a bit while watching this. I can totally see that, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, particularly the, the focus on minds. Yeah. Uh, and face toward enemy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, this was this was uh you know a, a reprehensible romp. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I feel like I, I thought a lot about also uh, the movie Shoot 'Em Up. Okay, uh, during this again, I, I haven't seen that one. No. All right. That's Guy Ritchie, right? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I, I don't remember who directed it. Okay, I, I, it was Clive Owen, Clive Owen, so, and yeah. Monica Bellucci, and Paul Giamatti. Okay, uh, and it is. I heard it once distilled as, you know, basically, what if Bugs Bunny was an action star. (laughs) All right. And it's very suitable. Okay. Uh, And it is just basically super comically over the top. And I remember watching it for the first time and thinking, I needed this. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is just dumb fun. And if there was anything that I wish nobody was, it was a little more dumb. Yeah. Uh, Just a little more over the top. It's plenty over the top. But, but, like, <laughs> in, I don't want to say self-serious way, but but kind of. Absolutely, yeah. I wish it had winked a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, again, it, it's still funny, and I think part of the appeal for me, anyway, is, is just knowing who Bob Odenkirk is. Yeah. And thinking, well, he's not this guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then saying to do all this stuff. <laughs> like, stab some fuckers <laughs> a bunch of times. Yeah. I will say a, p- a part that that made me really, like, I don't remember if I laughed, but I, it made me chuckle for sure, is that in the opening sequence, it's it's him being questioned by the police, and he has a cat, and a can of tuna, yep. and a can opener. Uh, and, and so, like, throughout the movie, I was like, well, where, where does the cat come in? How does he end <laughs> up with this stuff? And he gets through the whole fucking movie... No cat, no tuna, no can opener, and then after everyone is dead, just randomly, here's a cat. Yeah. And he goes and gets some tuna and a can opener, and it, it felt like a joke. Uh, like, we know you've been waiting for this, we have to fill this in before you get to the beginning, so here's a cat and some tuna and a can opener. The, uh, the, the There's a hint of the cats earlier. I guess there is a hint, yeah. yeah there, there, there's something living in the... the... Ceiling of uh, the factory that he works at, yeah, uh, and then buys uh, with gold, right, from Michael Ironside, <laughs> yeah. Who, uh, good to see Michael Ironside. Yeah. yeah. So is this in the in the, the Cobra Kai universe? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Oh man, what if Bob Odenkirk showed up on Cobra Kai <laughs> and just kicked everyone's ass as Hutch Mansell? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably watch it again. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> I'd probably watch it, period. Yeah. Really recommend the first season That's at least. One of Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh
1: Nobody. Nobody.
0: yeah, it was, it was very entertaining. Yep. It's on HBO Max, probably not anymore by the time this episode comes out. Yeah. But, uh, you yeah, know, check it out. I'm sure you can find it elsewhere. Yeah. It's, it's available on a uh, disc. Physical yes. media, physical media. Yep, always. See. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, what's making you happy this past week? Oh gosh, uh, I feel like there has to be something. <coughs> I think toys. All right, <laughs> nothing wrong with toys. Yeah, the uh, well, and also it's it's Robin week still. That's true. Uh, uh, on on your Instagram and your website and your Patreon, yeah. Uh, and uh, and I'm really enjoying Robin Week. Good. So uh, so that has brought me a lot of joy. I'm I'm glad. Um, but I'm glad al- someone's liking it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but uh but also yeah toys. All right. The uh, did, uh, did you get anything? Or? I didn't get anything. No, I just the uh, the uh, people who created the long box heroes figures. Uh, have been posting pictures of like the the hand-painted prototypes of them now that they're physical nice and they've they've posted pictures of them like with superpowers figures and and other figures in that scale and they look awesome and i can't wait to have them <laughs> in my house uh, so so i think that's that's probably the thing that's Making me the most happy this week is the, the, the thought of impending toys. So that, that is awesome. I, I honestly thought those were already out like a long time
1: ago. No, they,
0: yeah. Was they, there they, a delay? Or... There there was, so they there was pre orders. Okay. Um, and then just factory stuff and, and getting through production has. has supply taken, chain. Supply chain, etc. You know, <laughs> COVID, okay. whatnot, what have you. <laughs> so, yeah. So then they. <laughs> They should be out uh, later this year. Uh, sorry to sidestep you. You mentioned the COVID. Uh, my my girlfriend was texting me that her kids uh, don't know how buffets work. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And, and you know, it's probably because you know for three years of their very young lives, like for, for her daughter, like half her life has been in quarantine. Right. Uh, so they've never been to a buffet before, or at least it's been a very long time. And uh, I guess, you know, like, her daughter does, like, dance or whatever. Okay. Uh, and so they, they've, Irish dance. Gotcha. Uh, so, so this past week has been uh, busy. Okay. Because uh, of, uh, of St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, so I guess the, the dance class went to a buffet after a performance, and then, uh, like, somebody spilled a drink on, like, her mac and cheese, and uh, the daughter was just like, like I couldn't eat it because you know somebody spilled my drink on it. And girlfriend said, "Well, why didn't you just go get another plate?" And daughter just stared at her. <laughs> in total disbelief. What? Yep. I can see how that would be sort of a mind-blowing concept. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, listen. Buffets are sketchy uh, pre-pandemic. Yes. I don't think you could even pay me to go to one now. <laughs> uh, but, you know, th- this is, I feel, like an important part of a child's life that, that has now been taken away. Yeah. That's too bad, really. <laughs> uh, Anywho. What's, what's what's bringing you some joy this week? <clears throat> Celebrities. Okay. They're just like us. <laughs> they are just like us. Sometimes drunker. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your tale, Eric. <laughs> Uh, so I work at a hotel and, uh, we've, we've had celebrities in the past and I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a celebrity guy. Uh, I'm definitely not a star fucker. <laughs> uh, you know, I've met Kenny G and kept my cool. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> who hasn't? Uh, and, you know, like I do get a little flustered around like comic creators sure but that's because that's a thing that i am super invested in yeah uh and you know once had dreams of becoming so you know i don't i don't react well yeah uh i'm very i'm, I'm awkward and and weird anyway so <laughs> uh you know me and comic creators uh don't mix well you know it's usually me thrusting a book in front of them and just having them sign it and me skulking away quietly. Sure. sure. <laughs> uh. But uh, this past weekend, uh, David Koechner uh, of, of The Office and Anchorman fame, uh was doing a, a couple of shows at the, the, the local Funny Bone, <clears throat> uh, and we, we have a contract with them. Uh, most of the comedians who perform there stay at our hotel. Nice. Uh, and, and he was there. <laughs> uh, when, I, when I came into work on Friday night, the girl working said, uh... Oh, hey, we, we've got like a famous guy staying here. I'm like, no, okay, <laughs> be more specific, yeah. Yeah, please. He's like, yeah. his name was like Dave, like Kosher or something like that.
1: And <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah,
0: he's like he's like, he's like a, a comedian guy. He's he's been in like you know I think he's in The Office or something. And I was like, like Keckner, like like bald guy. She's like, yeah, that's him. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And she's like, yeah. He, Talked and he invited me to, to like his show tomorrow night, so I, I think I'm gonna go. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's like he's been buying a lot of beer tonight. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's like, but I think he's in for the night. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> and then I, she went home and I just did my job per usual. And uh, so I'm sitting at the computer doing whatever. And uh, so we have a little like convenient store kind of thing. We've got like this doorbell that like, sits and like chimes whenever somebody walks into it. Okay. Uh, which is super fucking annoying, and every time I hear it, I roll my eyes, <laughs> and I mutter to myself, fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> it means that I'm gonna have to interact with somebody. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> yeah, there is a reason that I work two nights a week the night shift there. <laughs> so that I do not have to see or talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so then this... this uh, tall guy comes up and he, he puts like a frozen meal down on the counter and then I look up and it's David Keckner And he then asks for three of the, we, we sell little like airplane bottles of, of uh, liquor. Okay. Uh, he asks for three gym beams and I say, okay. <clears throat> and, uh, we, we keep them locked up. I go into the back, I get them. Uh, well, we were out of Jim Beam, but we had a uh, different type of whiskey. Okay, was fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was like, charge it to my room. I'm like, okay. Because Funny Bone is paying for everything. Right? He doesn't care. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and off he goes. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And by, by the time I got back out to him, there was like other customers checking in or whatever. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and, you know, part of my whole... Bane of life, I've mentioned it already in this episode, is don't bother people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Especially a celebrity. Uh-huh. They don't want to be bothered. They're just trying to live their lives. Exactly. <laughs> he, he's off the clock. Yeah. He, he's pulling up in his hotel room and drinking, and and I honestly, I wish most people would just do that and not bother me. Right. <laughs> uh, so, like, okay, well, I, I got to see David Koechner. Great. <laughs> got a story to tell. Yeah. Uh, so he comes down a second time about an hour later in, in a completely different change of clothes. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, with another frozen meal, and he asks for vodka this time. Uh, so I go into the back and I get it, and uh, he's the phones ring, and he's like, "Go ahead and get that." Yeah, okay. You know, I answer the phone, hang up. He's still just standing there, and I'm like, "You know what?" I'm not going to get this opportunity again, probably. Yeah. Uh, there is a movie that he is in. We reviewed it on Gutter Trash uh, long ago called Cheap Thrills. That uh, he, he is uh, one of the stars of. And I thought, you know, I bet everybody who ran into him this weekend probably said, Oh, I love you in Anchorman, or I love you in the office, you know. Maybe a rare person said, I loved you on the Goldbergs. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Uh, but I was like, you know what? I'm never gonna get this opportunity again. It's like, hey, you know, I, I don't do this often, but you know, if, if you don't mind me saying, I, I thought you were great and and I love the movie Cheap Thrills. And he just stared at me. He was like, leaned in real hard,
1: like put his fist like up up
0: against me, <laughs> like made me fist bump him. He's like, best fucking thing I've ever been in. Oh. <laughs> and just proceeded to tell me stories about the making of that movie uh, and just, like, how great it was and, and uh, how, how upset he was that nobody had ever seen it. Uh, <clears throat> and then, uh, you know, he, he talked to me for, like, ten minutes or so. It was pretty fucking great. That's awesome. Uh, and then, like, uh, somebody came in to check in, so he just skulked back up to his room, and that was that. He did come back one more time to ask for more vodka, uh, but we were out because he cleaned us out. <laughs> Good man. Good yep. for him. Uh, I was like, we, we don't have any more. <laughs> he was like, yeah, it's probably for the best. <laughs> just went up to his <laughs> Uh But he, he was going to be there through the whole weekend, so Saturday night, I was like, you know what, Like I, I may not get the chance to see him again, Like he's probably going to be doing his show, and. Probably just head straight into his room afterwards. I don't know. Uh, or, you know, I'll just miss him if he does come in. But, you know. but on the off chance, I brought my Blu ray copy of Cheap Thrills uh, to see if he would sign if I got a chance. And like I said, I'm not going to pester anyone or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, so around 1:30, 1 one one thirty, he comes rolling in with uh, the guy who was his opening act at the Funny Bone. Okay. Uh,. And he sees me behind the desk. He's like, that's the guy! <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at his, his buddy and he's like, this is the guy I was fucking telling you about. He's seen Cheap Thrills. <laughs> it's like the best fucking movie I ever did. <laughs> and again, he is... Wasted. Of course. Yeah. Uh, he, he looks at me and he's like, "Ah, I, I don't remember your name if, if you told me. I'm like, I'm Eric. He's like, Eric, you know, man, like, like he comes around the desk and he's like, did we get a picture yesterday? I was like, no. He's like, we're, we're getting one today. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, like, since you're bringing this up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, I, I, I brought this just on the off chance. And he was like, "Absolutely, fucking literally. That's awesome. And his, his buddy, he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take the picture, you know, and so... Uh, so I'm still in a wheelchair at my other job, mm-hmm. you know, uh, cause it's just easier to, to deal with my job that way. Uh, so he, he like pulls up a seat to like sit next to me in the picture. I was like, no, I can stand. <laughs> he was like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. Cause I was like, if I am going to show these pictures to people or I'm going to look back at them, I don't want it to be, oh, that's that time that I was in a wheelchair. Yeah. I want it to be, that's the time that I met Debbie Keckner and he was pretty cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he signs my Blu-ray. He we take a bunch of pictures. He he puts his hat on my head. <laughs> uh, and he and he's like super close to me, and like I can just smell the booze on him. uh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, you like, are you are you a filmmaker? And I was like, yeah, I'm dabbled. <laughs> and I dabbled. He's like, so you you get it? And I was like, a little. Yeah. <laughs> He was like, man, you know, you just, we're, we're just two travelers. Just, we, we cross paths, you know, and we, we, we just, you know, we, we, we knew we had a connection. We knew we'd get along. You know, we, we just, we just, we, we know we're there. We're, we're just acknowledging each other, you know, and, and we can, we can cut through the ego. We can cut through the bullshit and, you know, we can just say, we're interesting men. <laughs> I was like, okay. Damn right you are. Damn right. <laughs> so he and his buddy like then buy some beers and then they, uh, they sit out in our little breakfast area, which I usually just fucking loathe yeah. when people do. But I was like, you know what? I'm okay with this. Right. And, and uh, <laughs> like, they're like, you yeah, know, it's okay we stay here. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And he was like, this is the VIP area. And I was like, it is tonight. <laughs> like, Aw. And I was like, you know what? As long as you aren't noisy and I don't get any complaints, you guys are fine. <laughs> and they weren't. Uh, and, and Honestly, like, I was listening in on their conversation, because they're 20 feet away from me, and they're drunk and loud. Uh, And, like, in between, like, the one dude just playing music, uh, like, they they were talking about, like, the creative process and comedy and and doing stand-up and writing specials, and and Keckner was talking about, like, his career path and how he fucked it up. And just how he spent 30 years trying to figure out how to write himself. And you're probably getting super drunk, you know, a lot, especially in Ohio, David, <laughs> where, you, where you got picked up for a DUI. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe that's not the right path, especially not when you're also telling stories about you being an AA. <laughs> okay. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was just very interesting and, and revealing, and, and but, like, he was never bitter about anything, and, uh, like, like he was surprisingly very progressive, like, you know, just certain things that came up and and it was just an overall pleasant encounter that's awesome uh then you know when, when he and his buddy like bailed you know he, he came over to me and just thanked me again and shook my hand and just just again told us told me about you know that we're, we're just interesting smart men and then you know we, we shouldn't be ashamed of it and <laughs> that's
1: interesting. interesting yeah yeah <laughs> Uh,
0: but yeah, and then he, he, like I said, he signed my Blu ray and, and you signed his name right on the black part of it so you can't read it. <laughs> so it just says, Love Eric. Aw, that's nice. <laughs> uh, but, you know, yeah, it was just, it, it brought me a lot of joy to just, uh, have, have that positive of an experience. And I'm sure he doesn't remember a single thing about it. But, you know, to me, like, it, this will be a story I will, I will tell to multiple people, and yeah. as I just did. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, that's fantastic. That's really cool. I'm 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 glad for you that you got to meet him and and had a good interaction with him. Yeah. Like like I have no like preconceptions about him. I thought maybe like I had read something like he did something problematic or said something problematic, so maybe it had colored me a little bit on him. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but, like, I couldn't find any evidence of that beyond, like, he did get picked up for a DUI in Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, but, you know, like, like he was super pleasant, uh, surprisingly so he had, you know, no need to be. Like, we could have just kept it all, you know, the way I treat every other customer and the way every other customer treats me. Yeah. You know? Uh, the, the fact that he is well-known. And he's, like, one of those guys that, like, every time I've seen him in something, I've always been, you yeah. know, oh, hey, it's that guy. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not rushing out to movies because of him. You right. Know but every time he shows up, I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah. This could be funny. Well, I mean, you you sort of put yourself out there, too. You, yeah. You, you, uh, you said something nice and, and something you... Figured that he wouldn't hear often. Right. So, yeah, no, I think that's really nice. And it's like, you know, like, I've met Bruce Campbell a few times and, and, like, not had much opportunity to talk to him or anything like that, but I'm sure, like, every single person, you know, that comes up to him, you know, is like, oh, I love Evil Dead. And, of course, I would, too. Yeah. Because I fucking love Evil Dead. Yeah. But, like, you know, had I the opportunity, I'd probably try to figure out something else. Yeah. I love you as Pizza Papa. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy those royalties sure (laughs) Uh, you know yeah I figure someone like that probably wants to hear about the thing that not too many people ever really saw yeah Uh, yeah it was just it was a good experience so excellent yeah (laughs) well do you want to pick a movie uh yes yes okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> little hesitation, but okay. <clears throat> I've, I've, I've had, like, three movies swirling around. One of them, uh, a recent edition as of, like, two hours ago. Okay. <laughs> I bet I know what it is. <laughs> yeah. I may not pick that one. Yet, okay. Though. Okay. Uh, but but there's a movie. I'm going to tell you this movie. If you've seen it, I'm going to bail on it. Okay. No questions asked. Okay. Like Like, whether you say, like, oh, I'd be down for that, like. No, we're not going to do it. Okay. Uh, there's a movie that I have seen numerous times. I own it on Blu-ray. I don't particularly care for it. Okay. And I don't know why. Hmm. Okay. You know, I'm sort of hoping that if you've never seen it, like, maybe you can either help me figure out why I don't like it when when I probably should, or, or maybe help me figure out, you know, some some sort of angle on it that that I'm completely missing. Okay, uh, it's a movie called Event Horizon. I've never seen that. So. Okay, it's it's got Sam Neill, Lawrence Fishburne, I believe, is in it. Uh, it's it's uh, it's a horror movie in space. Okay, uh, like very very heavy sci-fi. I think Paul W S Anderson wrote and directed it. Okay, uh, not a particularly great filmmaker. Sure. but 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 you know, often confused for other people. Right. <laughs> Other Paul Andersons? Yep. <laughs> okay. Part of the Anderson filmmaking dynasty. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, no, totally down to watch that. <clears throat> all right, all yeah. right. Uh, I do not know if it's streaming anywhere, so okay. uh, good luck to the listener on that. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, all right, yeah. I've I've thought been thinking about this for a while. Okay, uh, but then you broke your foot, and <laughs> we we didn't get together in person. And right. Again, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm I'm looking for guidance with this movie, I guess, because <laughs> all the elements are there for me to, to to love this thing, and it just never connected with me. Interesting. So, okay. Uh, I, I'm definitely looking forward to your perspective on it. I will I will put on my critical glasses. <laughs> all right. Is that Which a... are just my regular glasses. Okay, I was going to ask if it was a different different prescription. <laughs> no, it's, I mean it's a little sharper focus. <laughs> just means I'll actually pay attention. Okay. Right. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, no. Uh, Vent Horizon. Oh, Vent Horizon. Yes. Sounds good. Alrighty, we'll, we'll we'll do that next week. All right. Talk to you then. Goodbye.